For each of these exercises, I am on a Windows 7 machine, an Alienware M17X laptop, using 16 gigabytes of RAM, a 64-bit operating system. I have an AMD Radeon HD 7970M mobile graphics card. Every time I click with the left mouse button, you'll see a red circle or a circle highlight the area that I'm selecting. This will allow you to follow along with which buttons I push, objects I select, or things that I'm changing. I am using Revit 2014 from Autodesk. In this session, we're going to talk about families. Families are groups of components or elements within a component that create an overall object. For instance, furniture. If you have a chair, a chair has legs, a seat, a back, uh, cushions. So these are the different elements that can make up one chair. Well, that chair with all of those components can then be created as a family and enter into your project. So this way you can schedule, you can tag, you can make variations on this chair or any other element like that. That way it's easy to keep track of all of these different objects. They also keep all the elements together. So if you have dimensions or if you place them in certain locations, if you make adjustments, you can tie elements together with dimensions and it's called parameterization. And I'll show you how that works a little bit later on. So there's two ways that we can create families with inside a Revit. The first is inside an actual Revit file. If you open receptiondesk.rvt, I've already created one using this method. And this method is called model in place. So if we go to the architecture tab, we go to the component pull down, and we say model in place. So this will pop up, and you can select the type of family that you want to create. In my case, I used all casework, but we could make generic models. And say, say OK. And I'll ask you what the name of it is, and you can name it whatever. We'll say this is desk top zero two. So now we enter into the model creation. We have an extrusion, blends, revolve, sweep, swept blends, voids. We'll go through all of these a little bit later. First, we'll just make a quick extrusion. I'm going to just make a quick rectangle. That's a good size. I want the extrusion to start. The bottom will start at two foot eight. Top will be two foot ten. We'll make this an ADA counter. You can see there's other options that you can work with. You can change the material. You can change the subcategory if you have something, solid or a void. And I'll just say apply. And I'll click my button to finish the edit mode button. And then I'll say finish model. So now I've created a, a desktop. However, it's a generic model. Well, I, I know that this is going to be a piece of casework. So I'm going to go back to edit in place. And here, with the family category and parameters, we can click that button. We can say, OK, I'm going to change that to casework. Say finish model. Now, if I select that object again, you can see it's become casework. So that's one quick way that if you're not sure what you want to build first, whether it's furniture or casework, you can select generic model, or sometimes you can go back in and change it to something else. That doesn't always work. 
Usually with furniture, casework, generic models, you can go back and forth between all of them, but it doesn't always work. So you, sometimes you have to think about what you want to begin with because there's certain aspects of each of these family categories that don't work with the others. So if you make something like a light fixture, you may not be able to make that back into casework if that's what you decide you want it to be. So you have to be very careful when creating families. And that doesn't just occur here with the model in place, it also occurs when you're creating an actual family. So now that we've created this desktop, I'm gonna to flip to a 3D view. And you can see I've created a bunch of individual pieces. So this is the important difference between creating an actual family or creating a model in place. Model in place lives inside of your Revit file or your Revit project. Families can be created as standalone objects, meaning that they can be input into any project. Now, of course, I can copy this desk and paste it into another project, but I can't place all of the elements without doing that as families in a project. To illustrate that, we can best take a look at this chair. This chair is a family. So you can see I have an edit family button here now, as opposed to edit in place. This means I can go in, if I click the edit family, I could make any kind of change to this model that I wanted to. So if I change this, and I wanted to delete the arms, and say delete, then load in to my project. It's going to ask me, do I want to overwrite the existing version? I say yes, I want to overwrite the existing version. And we can see both chairs now have the arms deleted. So I'm going to undo that so that the arms in my chair come back. Because a lot of times when families are created by manufacturers, they either create specific families that don't have arms or they give you options inside of the edit type. So here you can see I can uncheck the arms, click OK, and you can see that the arms have gone away. So this is a Hayworth chair. You can see that they've built in a lot of these options already. So, and that's just by going to edit type. So now, let's say I want to have one chair with arms and one chair without. How do I do that? Well, I can go back to my edit type. I can say duplicate. And I'm just gonna call this one with no arms. Say okay uncheck that box, click OK again. Now I have two families. You can see this one has one with arms, one without. So this is where families and creating different types within a family allows a lot of flexibility with just a few clicks. So now I can create these as different furniture elements. And I'm just using Control Tab to go from window to window. So if I wanted to tag these as different chairs, you say tag by category, I'm gonna select this. I don't have a tag loaded, so I'm gonna say yes, I wanna load one. Go to annotations, architectural, I'm gonna load a furniture tag really quickly. So I can tag each of these chairs. We'll move this family with a tag annotation really quick so we can see it. So we have two different 
annotations. Right now there's nothing in the box because I haven't told it what the mark is. So we'll just label this one. Oops. And in this case, I need to do a type mark. So I need to go to edit type, scroll down to the bottom. We'll make this type mark one. And we'll change this chair. So here you can see the chair without the arms has a one. The chair with the arms doesn't have anything in its box because we haven't given it a type mark just yet. Even though these are both from the same family, they are different types. That's why they will have different numbers. So if we go into this chair, we say edit type, give a type mark of two, say okay. Now I've got a type one chair and a type two chair. We can schedule these. So we'll go to the view tab, schedules, and create a quick schedule. And we're just going to make a quick furniture schedule. Say okay. And I want to add count. I want to add family and type. And I want to add type mark. And I'm going to move type mark to the top, count to the bottom. So just these three elements in our schedule. Click OK. Expand this a little bit here so we can see exactly what we have. So you can see that I already have some other families in here for the Steelcase computer support tools. I have a pull mount single arm, which is the monitor arm, and then I have a keyboard platform. Then I have our two chairs. So we have one of each. What I'm going to do is I'm going to just take chair number two, select copy, and I'm going to make some multiple copies just really quick. And I'm just going to place them here so we get an idea. Now we have four chairs in our file. We'll go back to the schedule. You can see I've got four of them, but it's counting every instance. So we can change that really quickly by going to the sort and grouping edit field. And I can uncheck itemize every instance. Now if I just click OK here, it's grouping everything together. That's furniture. So I know I have nine pieces of furniture. It's because I forgot to create a sorting criteria. So I'll go back to that. If you click on any of these edit buttons, the schedule properties will come up and you can always go to the correct tab if you misclick. So I want to sort by type mark. I'm not going to worry about a header or a footer right now. We'll just go in descending order and we'll say OK. So now you can see I've got four elements that don't have a family and type and don't have a type mark. We know these four elements are those computer components. The reason it's grouping them together as a four count and not describing the family and type is because they don't have a type mark. So it's grouped all of those together. And the reason that a family and type doesn't show up it's because it doesn't know which one to show. So if I go back and I edit those to become a three and a four, it will separate them correctly. But for the moment, we're just gonna look at the chairs. So we can say, okay, I've got the number one type mark chair, no arms, I have one of those, and the number two type mark chair with height adjustable arms, I have four of those. So really quickly, we see how scheduling each of these components allows us to get a quick quantity. Also, you can see how even though the same family has a different type to it, 
it will also break it out within the schedule. So now that we've looked briefly at model in place, we're going to look at actually creating a Revit family. Now there's the first main difference between actually working in a project is that a Revit file is dart.rvt. A Revit family is .rfa. So that's how you know when you've got a family versus a Revit file or a Revit project. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to go click on our R in the upper left hand corner. We're going to say new and we're going to come down to family. Now this brings up a template selection and you can work with any of these but you do have to work with one. So if you're not sure exactly what you want to make you can always go to a generic model. Now you can create items that are wall based meaning that they can't be placed unless if they're on a wall ceiling base. Face base works similar to both wall or ceiling except that it could be placed on a wall or a ceiling. So it's looking at the face of a model. So if you if you think of a wall, the wall has two faces, one on each side. So that would be where you could place the model. Now if you know you want it to be wall-based, you could work on just a wall-based family. Most of the time I use generic models uh, or face-based. So right now we're not sure what we want to make so we'll say okay we're gonna make a generic model we're gonna open this up and we have two reference lines or reference planes If we don't know exactly what we want to make so let's just start making something I'm gonna make a couple extrusions start here in the corner that looks good to me now this extrusion starts at zero ends at one foot. We'll, we'll extend it up to four feet. Say apply. So now I have a 3D extrusion and if I hit control tab I'm going to close just a couple views here. There's my 3D view. Cycle through some of these. No, I don't want to save that. So once again back to my plan view. I want to go back to create. So that's an extrusion literally just a box that extrudes up. That one happens to be four feet. Now you can obviously create an extrusion and you can use arcs to create something. Say OK. Now I've got this piece that's extruded. A blend, which we first start with a blend, we'll start with a rectangle. We're going to say the second end ends at six feet. So you notice I can't check the checkbox here. Well I've got to edit the top first. So the top will make a circle. So now I can click that checkbox and you can see really quickly 
that's what a blend does. It blends two shapes together. So we started with a rectangle at the base. We ended with a circle at the top. And now we have this shape. Go back to our plan view. Create a revolve. And let's just create quick shape like this. And we're going to draw the axis line here. So it's telling me I have to make this closed line, so that's fine. What we'll do is we'll drag this end, line it up, and then we'll create a, another line here. So I created my axis along this point. We'll say finished. Now you can see it looks like a table with legs or chairs, but it's actually a circle if we go to our 3D view. So it's kind of like a, an old spindle of yarn or a cable. So that's a revolve. It's revolving around that center line here. So you could revolve around, uh, if you wanted to revolve it, another direction you could say okay I want it to revolve vertically so that way it, you have the hole on the top and the bottom so you can do that you just have to do that through an elevation create a sweep so first you can either sketch a path or you pick a path with a sweep so we're gonna just sketch a quick path and I'm just gonna make an arc as designers we all love rounded things so my my path is finished so now I want to edit the profile and you can always load a profile if you have something already created uh, profile is a type of family that you can create and you can use in multiple projects you can select the profile meaning that if you have something that you already have drawn that's there you can select that but in our case we're just gonna go edit profile and we're gonna go from a front elevation so this is showing where our path is so I'm just gonna draw another rounded piece I'm just gonna make this somewhat small and the reason that this looks a little weird is because that center of the path is not the center of the object so it's not centered as far as how it's showing on on this so when I say it's finished here so I finished my profile and then I finished my sweep so it's telling me it can't create it so I made it a little bit too complicated so I'm gonna go back to my plan view here try this again I want to sketch the path and I'm just going to do one arc right now quick line so the, as I was saying before the reason that this looks a little different when I was creating that shape 
is because this is where it's trying to draw it. It's trying to draw it on that shape. So if you want something to be perfectly aligned with the front uh, elevation or side elevation, you need to think about your line and how you want that to be created. So if I select that, delete that line, and redraw it here. So even though this isn't perfectly centered, you can see that this axis is perpendicular to the other axis. So I'm going to say finish that, edit profile, and it's saying do you want to draw it in the left or the right view? It doesn't matter. Or you can draw it in a 3D view. Your left or right elevation is going to be better. So because it's perfectly perpendicular to what we want. So I'm going to just draw a quick arc here. And once again with a profile we have to make it a closed profile. So finish and then we can finish that. So now it looks like there's something there. So if we go look at our 3D view and it's kind of hidden by other things. So that's a sweep. So what the sweep does is it takes our profile and projects it along a path. The last two, the sweep blend, kind of takes the idea of the sweep as well as the idea with the blend and makes the two work together. So we could start with a rectangle at one end and with a circle at another and have it trace along a path. The void does exactly that. It starts to cut voids out of your shapes. So now that we've created our quote-unquote family, we made it as a generic model. As I showed you earlier, you can click on the family category and parameters and change the type. So we can change it to casework or furniture or whatever we want to call it. So we'll change this to casework. Say OK. Now at this point, we're going to save it. We're just going to say save. And We'll call it Abstract Casework. Save. So here you can see family files. So it's only letting you save the Revit family as in RFA. You can say options. It doesn't really give you many options. So you don't have to really worry about that. So we're ready to save it. Okay. Now we need to put it into our project. There's two ways you can go about this. The easiest way is if your project is currently open you can say load into project. The other way is once you're in your project you go to the architecture and component and you say load family. So since it's already in that, sh in that file you can see that we've placed it. You can copy it. You have multiple things that you can copy around hold your control button down you can copy it in multiple locations you can rotate them individually so now we have a family inside of our project same thing with these chairs so that's a quick way to make a family so now that we've had fun let's take a quick look I'm gonna close some of these other windows and it didn't ask me if I wanted to save because I had just saved it before I made any other changes so now we're gonna look at a couple different families